The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I was I was kind of thinking about this the other day. I just I really do want to just express sincere gratitude to everyone who's been listening, who tunes in week after week to listen to me rant about God knows what and just hopefully share some wisdom with each of you. And I really just appreciate you guys a ton. And I've actually been getting some messages and people reaching out about, you know, a friend of a friend told me about your show or a friend of a friend recommended this episode. And I think word of mouth is the coolest thing in the world. I mean, you can reach so many people by just making a good impression, being, you know, providing some sort of value. And that is ultimately what I try to do pretty much every single week with this show and the topics that I choose. It's not for my benefit. It's not for, I mean, sometimes for sure. I like to come on here and just rant about whatever's on my mind, but most of the time it's to provide some sort of value and education to each of you. So if you've been enjoying the show, you've been liking kind of tuning in each week and the topics that I go through, share the show with a friend, tell somebody else about it, send this out, you know, share the link, whatever it may be. Um, I think, like I said, word of mouth is, can be a really, really powerful thing. So just wanted to start today's episode by just saying thank you to all of my listeners. And now to dive into what, you know, this this week's show is is actually about. I'm I'm excited to tell this story. I'm not excited or proud of the story, um but this moment, this memory that I have, it's so crystal clear in my brain and I think a big reason for that is because this was genuinely the time when I was like, holy shit, something needs to change. Something's got to give. I I I can't keep doing this. To myself. And not that it was like rock bottom for health and fitness or just my health in general, because I, I mean, I was still healthy. I was still moving. I, I wouldn't say I was thriving, but I was, I was okay. So I wouldn't necessarily call it rock bottom, but I really do attribute this moment and this story that I'm about to tell you guys as my kind of pivot point, the point in my life where I was like, yeah, we're done with this, right? We need to move forward. We need to make some changes. We can't, we literally cannot keep doing the same thing because it's not fucking working. And I think that's probably why this memory stands out so clearly in my brain. It was nothing particular. And again, I'm going to tell you guys kind of, kind of the story, get a little bit of, like, get a little bit vulnerable with each of you because I really do think that this moment and the feelings and the emotions that I went through, um, unfortunately, is not unique to me. It's pretty common. And I think a lot of us out there have felt this way before or can relate uh, on a few different levels. And I want you to know that, you know, first and foremost, you're not alone. And sometimes hitting this point, hitting this pivotal moment is what's necessary in order to move forward in order to make a change, in order to call yourself out and switch things up a little bit. So not that I wish these emotions or this moment on anyone, uh, but for me personally, it was super important for me to go through um, in order to change and in order to be the person that I am today, in order to, you know, hold myself and my body and my goals and just to a higher standard in regards to how I go about my health and fitness. And this is nothing drastic, or I know I probably sound really dramatic right now. So let me just dive into the story. 
So as the name of the episode suggests, this moment was the moment that I knew something needed to change for, for lack of a better expression. I mean, it just, this was the time. So this was back in 2019. Um, I had graduated college in May, come home, trying to figure it out as most people do post-college life is basically a giant question mark of like, wait, what is going on? What what is this? I need a full-time job. I need a lot of money. I need to make life decisions. Everybody's really freaking lost, right? Yeah. Been there, done that for sure. So this was the summer of 2019. So after I had graduated, kind of started to figure it out a little bit and had some free time on my hands. So me being me, I turned all of that to health and fitness. I wanted to just look and feel my freaking best. I think that was my way of kind of coping with how lost I felt post-grad life was, all right, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with my life, but if I look the way I want to look, I bet I'll figure it out a lot faster, right? About At least I'll look good and feel good while I'm trying to figure out my shit, basically. So I turned that summer, even just like spring into summer, um, I went crazy with health and fitness. I went crazy with the gym and not in a good way, not in like a head down, grind, get it done type way. I went way overboard um, for just, I mean, lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, lack of any idea of how to get to where I actually want to be. It just became an obsession. And not a healthy obsession. Right now, I would consider the gym and fitness for me a healthy obsession. And back then, it was more so kind of my coping mechanism. It was also like a way I would kind of punish myself. So this moment in particular, this story, I remember we had just gone to New Jersey. My family has a beach house on the Jersey Shore. And my entire family goes there a few times a summer. We were all kind of hanging out, spending time there. And I had been in a pattern of such strong restriction with my nutrition, with my food, with calories in general, just not really intentionally, just that was what I thought I had to do. And I'm such a disciplined person mentally, where if like, I'm like, if I'm like, this is what I need to do, I'm going to get it done. Without then knowing at the time, that was not what I needed to do. So I was in a pattern of super, super heavy restriction um, with my food, with my calories, what I can eat, what I can't eat. And what did that do? Me and my sweet tooth self, it just led to these cycles of let me eat everything in sight because, oh my goodness, I haven't had cookies in so long and it's this and it's vacation and whatever the reason or the day was or whatever the excuse that I gave myself, I would go then way overboard, which for anyone who knows, then that leads to oh shit, what did I do? You feel like crap. Your stomach probably hurts. And then you go back into the, I'm going to be super clean. I'm going to go a little crazy this week. I'm going to cut calories a little bit. I'm going to do this, do that, do that. And we get obsessive. And that cycle was just continuing on and on. And I am very fortunate to not have gone to extremes in that cycle um, because I know that there are certainly people out there who struggle with this cycle a lot more than I did, which I'm very fortunate to have had a mild go at this entire process. But bottom line was I was running my body into the ground and following it up with binge eating everything in sight. So like I said, just came back from a trip to New Jersey, which for vacation, most of us, we're not working out. We're not worried about food. We're just living. And that's exactly how I would or I used to approach vacation. And again, because I was so hyper strict beforehand, because like, hey, I want to look good in a bikini. Hey, I want to look good on the beach. I want to feel confident. I want to, you know, feel my best. Um, And then I would get there and I would wind up eating everything in sight, every snack, every dinner. And it wasn't even necessarily unhealthy food. It was just the sheer amount of it was 
a lot. And coming from being so under calories for weeks and weeks prior to, it was way more than my body was used to. Okay, so you couple that with a few weeks. We used to stay in Jersey for a while. This was probably a good week or so. Um, a few few days, day after day of eating to excess, uh, not feeling my best at all. I came home and I remember it was a Sunday. We drove home. It's like a four and a half hour drive. So not terrible, but it's, it's a good chunk of time in the car. I was exhausted. I was mentally exhausted. I was physically exhausted. My body felt like shit. I had no energy at all. It just was like, and my first thing that I did is I brought all my suitcases and everything inside from the car and I got changed for the gym. And my mom was like, where are you going? I was like, I'm going to the gym. She's like, you're what? Dude, we just drove for almost five hours. Like, aren't you tired? Aren't you this? Aren't you that? Like, just chill out. And I was like, hell no. I was like, of course I'm going to the gym. I haven't been in the gym in a week and a half. We've been in Jersey, right? Because I don't work out while I was on vacation. I was not doing that. And she just kind of gave me this look. I was like, all right, whatever. I don't care. Put my headphones in, left the house. And I got to the gym and my goal was to burn a thousand calories of straight cardio. That was, that was my, it was a punishment and I'm trying to beat around the bush and be like, I just want it. No, it, it, I was unintentionally trying to punish my body and my mind and everything for overdoing it, quote unquote, for the last week or so and just feeling like crap. So I got to the gym and we put my headphones on. I had a hat on and I remember I had a sweatshirt and shorts on because it was the summer, but I had a sweatshirt on because I feel like I'm always cold. Regardless, I have, I'm telling you guys, I have the clearest memory of this day. I could literally tell you what I was wearing. That's how much this day stands out in my head. So I remember I started on the treadmill, um, started with just kind of walking a little bit and then it turned into incline sprints and interval sprints. And I'm not talking like you know, a 30 second jog and then like walk for a minute and then like 30 second jog. I'm talking like treadmill on speed 12, incline like three or four, sprinting like feet on the treadmill, like do, 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 like sprinting for about 45 seconds. And then I would hop off, put my feet on the side, 15 seconds goes by, right back on, 45 seconds, 15, 45, 15. Did that for I don't even know how long. And then I switched down to intervals of like 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So as the treadmill is running and my heart is racing and I'm checking my Apple Watch to make sure I'm burning enough calories and I'm feeling like I'm literally dry heaving, going to puke because my body was not ready for that. I, it, that the idea hit me. I'm like, oh, perfect. Okay. So I'm at about 200 calories on the treadmill now. Let's try to get to a thousand today. So I kept running my ass off doing my treadmill sprints till I got to about 300 calories burned on the treadmill. Turned the treadmill off. What did I do? I picked up my bag, I grabbed my water, and I walked over to the Stairmaster. Okay, cool. 300 calories done. Let's. It's time to do another another two. And I'm like in my head trying to calculate on the Stairmaster. Okay, it's been two minutes so far. I really feel like I'm going to fucking pass out. But if I do two minutes here and I burn 50 calories, I'm going to do this. And You know, when you start doing that mental math while you're doing cardio of like how much longer you have. Yeah, my mental math was how much longer I need to be on this Stairmaster in order to burn 200 calories so that I'm out now at 500 and I'm halfway to my 1,000 calorie goal. And I was getting lightheaded. I was getting faint. I was getting dizzy. But nope, I, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to burn 1,000 calories doing nothing but fucking cardio to try to punish my body and burn off everything that I just ate for the last week, even though we all know that's not how it works. So finishing up on the stairs, I get to my 200 calories, whatever. I'm at 500. I get off the stairs. I wipe it down because I'm absolutely drenched in sweat. And I head over to the elliptical. I crank that puppy up to like resistance 12. It feels like I'm trudging through snow. And I do that for another two. 
And then when I'm done with that, I head over to the bike to finish it out. Like, guys, I kid you not, I did not allow myself to get out, you know, that little cardio section of the gym. I did not leave that cardio section until 1,000 calories were burned. It wound up being, what did I say, like 300 on the treadmill, another 200 on the stairs, another 300 on the elliptical. It was insane, just bouncing around till until I burned a thousand calories. You can you guys just imagine what I looked like at that point? It, it took hours. It took hours of just pure sweat, heart rate up, checking my watch. Did I burn it yet? Am I there yet? Am I there yet? Oh, perfect. I hit 200 on this piece of equipment. Let's jump over to another piece of equipment and went ape shit. And I remember leaving the gym and one of the employees behind the front desk was like, whoa, got in a good session today? Like trying to joke around because I literally, I looked like a tomato. My face was bright red. I was panting, sweating. My clothes were drenched. I was like, yup, crushed it. I felt like shit. I felt like shit. And I was just, I was upset, but I was more so like, whew, thank God that's done. Like I felt that sense of like accomplishment that I just put my body through a few hours of fucking torture for eating on vacation for eating. And then I came home and what do you guys think I did? I went straight to the kitchen because obviously I'm starving. And I picked up one of those little hundred calorie packs of almonds. You know, like the blue diamond, it's like eight almonds in a pack. That's what I ate. And I remember I sat on my couch, sweating, drenched, eating my little pack of almonds and my mom walked by and she just gave me this look. You know when moms just know? Yeah. She just gave me this look like, we're not okay. This is not okay. And she didn't have to say anything. She didn't say a single word. And I just, I I saw it in her face and it, it hit me. And I'm like, yep, we've got a fucking problem right now because this is not the way you treat your body. This is not the way you get results. You don't punish yourself for eating food or for going a little overboard on vacation. You don't spend three hours in the gym doing rigorous cardio to come back home and attempt to eat a snack pack size of nuts that's 100 calories and like call it a day. And again, she never really said anything. We just had this mutual like enough is enough kind of look. And I mean, not that it took any convincing for me to know that there was a problem going on here. I felt it. I was drained. I was exhausted. I was starving. And what am I doing? I'm eating freaking six nuts on the couch, like pretending like that was going to fill me up for the rest of the day. Why? Because I wanted to be shredded. I wanted to be lean. I wanted to be, you know, have abs and it's the summer and I'm going on so-and-so's boat this weekend. And I just overdid it on vacation. I got to kick it into high gear. Like, to the point where my body was physically shaking, pretty much yelling at me like, dude, this is not it for you. We cannot keep doing this. And again, it was, it was that moment. And I'm telling you guys, like I have the clearest memory of this day because that moment right there was me being like, fuck this. Something's got to give. We have to make a change. I cannot do this and expect any sort of, not even progress. Like you can't live like this. Forget progress, forget abs, forget, you know, muscle. None of that mattered right now. It was like, you can't live like this. Like, what are you doing? And it took a good few hours for the rest of that day of kind of just like sitting in it and just like feeling those feelings. And that moment was truly the moment that I knew something needed to change. The moment I knew that, you know, nutrition and food couldn't be the enemy anymore. Cardio was not the answer. Punishment for vacation 
was not the way we were doing things anymore. And it took, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the next day I was back to 100% and grinding the way I should. No, it took months and months and months of learning and fighting my body and fighting my mind and trying to eat more and changing all of my training from how much can I sweat and how many calories can I burn to how much can I lift and how strong can I be? And that transition, it's not overnight right? Because if you're like me or you have any sense of like those kinds of tendencies or you've been, maybe you've been where I am or were, you know, it's not an easy switch. You don't just flip a switch in your brain to be like, it's okay. We don't have to burn calories. We can eat all this food, fuel your body. You'll be great. Hell no. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of learning. It takes a lot of trusting a process that you know nothing about. And I think that was ultimately the hardest part for me was to try to trust something that I didn't trust that I didn't know that was very unfamiliar to me. The only familiarity, is that a word? The only thing that was familiar for me was how much can I sweat? How much can I burn? How little can I eat? And repeat, 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 repeat until it got to a point where I would go out to dinner or vacation or whatever and I'd overdo it. And then what do we do? We kick it into high gear and we get right back on track. We sweat, we burn calories. How much, how little can I eat? And repeat, repeat, repeat. So that cycle was going on for a while. And this was like the pivotal point. Like who the fuck, who goes to the gym and says, I'm going to burn 1000 calories on the cardio equipment. And like truthfully does not let themselves stop, breathe, take a breath until it's done. I mean, if anything, that, that right there goes to show you guys how fucking tough your brain can be and how much mental discipline I have, which is awesome if it's geared the right way. And in this moment, in this story, in this period of my life, it was not geared the right way at all. It was it was so damaging to my body, my hormones, my health, my mental health. Like it didn't feel like anything that I did was enough. So I always had to do more. And then when I did more, I okay, I did this. I can do I can do more. I can add more to that. Like it, it was a cycle of never ending. I'm not satisfied with the way I look. I'm not satisfied with the way I feel. I can do more. I can push more. I can whatever it may be. And I really do think that just having not nothing to do during that time, but I wasn't employed yet. My my job that I got after college wasn't starting until I think like August. So I had a good few months to <laughs> go ham and I ran my body right into the ground. So this was the moment for me, that moment sitting on my couch with like one almond left in my 100 calorie pack where I was like, fuck something needs to change. Something, something's got to give. So like I said, taking a step forward from a moment like that, again, not that I think it was, you know, rock bottom or, I, I mean, I was still very, very strong. I was still healthy to it. Like, I think if I had let that mindset and those actions continue for months, if not years to come, we'd be having a much different conversation right now. So I feel very lucky that I was able to have, you know, the mental and physical strength to identify that this is not okay and to do something about it. And again, it wasn't a day and night switch where the next day I was like good to go and healthy eater and back on track and doing all the things I do now. Like it it took, you know, three years almost, if not more, to figure that out. And honestly, guys, I'm still figuring it out. There's still a very big part of me and a very big pull that likes to check my Apple Watch to see how many calories I burned, likes to make sure that if I'm leaving the gym, I'm at, you know, X amount of calories, or if I'm 
tracking my food. Like, oh, it's not the end of the world to go under my targets. Like I have to fight those thoughts and those behaviors pretty much on a daily basis. So I would be straight lying to you guys if I was like, I'm good to go. I'm healthy as can be. I don't think about that at all. Like I do. I 100% do. And I, I can't blame anyone but myself. I think a lot of times we blame society, we blame expectations, we blame pressures put on women and just the ideals to look a certain way. And and I, I guess, yeah, absolutely. I think those do definitely exist. But at the end of the day, the only person that you can blame and the only person that needs to take responsibility for any of it is you. So I hope nobody ever feels the shaky, I'm going to pass out, I'm throwing up on the treadmill, let me hop on the Stairmaster type feeling that I felt that day. But if you have, or if you're going through it now, you're not alone. It's okay. It's okay if you're willing to do something about it. And it's going to be slow. It's going to be steady. It's going to be hard. Your, your brain can't just turn off. But it's possible. And I feel so grateful for even just the look my mom gave me. Again, no words came out, but just the look she had in her eyes, that that look of like, I'm worried about you type of deal. That was all it took because I was worried about me too. I was driving home from that gym like, what, what did I just, yeah, okay, yep, we did that. All because what? I went a little overboard on vacation. So I think that started to kind of lay the foundation for wanting to build healthy habits, for wanting to be the strongest and feel the best and have the most energy instead of how small can I be? How shredded can I be? Oh my gosh, I have an eight pack today. Like that was no longer my focus, which I think was the starting and pivotal point for me having the physical transformation that I have. And I, I posted a little bit about my my physical transformation on Instagram. It's nothing drastic, right? I, I don't have this crazy 100 pound weight loss journey where, you know, I look like a different person from left to right. I think that like most people will argue the transformation I went through was almost entirely mental, which hello, the mental reps podcast. This is a huge deal for me. I think that mental transformation needed to happen in order for any physical results to take place. And I think anyone who has a a side-by-side transformation that they can talk to, talk about and be proud of, I think they'll argue the same thing. That whatever amount of physical progress can be seen by the naked eye, quadruple that for how much progress has been made mentally throughout that process. Because in order to change your body at all, in order to see any sort of physical difference, you have to be basically a different person up top. And I'm pointing to my brain right now. So it really does start there. And that day, that moment on the couch was the first time my brain finally was like, something needs to change. And the first time every other thought that followed it said, yeah, you're right. Instead of me trying to fight that voice in the back of my head or trying to fight, you know, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. We'll be fine. Like, no, maybe, maybe we won't be fine. So that day was the turning point for me in the day that I started to focus and care a lot more about my nutrition and care about my workouts and not just about the calories on my watch or how much I sweat or how lean I felt. I wanted to just be healthy. And that goal in and of itself leads to a whole different train of actions. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot different steps that go into wanting to just be healthy 
versus wanting to punish yourself in the gym every time you eat a little bit too much. So again, if you are going through this or you have been there or maybe you're living in your quote unquote rock bottom right now, it's okay. I it, it's it has to happen in order for change to occur. But don't get stuck there. If you're kind of thinking like something's got to give, something does have to give. It starts with you. It starts today. It starts with having that conversation to acknowledge where we need to go. And even if you don't have it all figured out, that's fine. Identify what's not working, what's making you feel like shit, and change that. I think slow and steady wins the race with this, which is why I'm still struggling and why I still have, you know, those thoughts from time to time. And I'm still doing my best every day because I didn't look to change everything one day to the next. It's a slow process. And I'm okay with that because I'm enjoying it so much more now than I ever, ever have. And I think it's going to be a battle that I might face for the next ever. I don't know. But I'm so thankful for that girl and those experiences and and the person that I was because it led me to be who I am today and to help all the women who I do with coaching and, and all of my clients who have maybe been there or who are struggling with that. I think it's the most empowering thing in the world to be, you know, freed from the prison of your brain. It's pretty freaking cool and it's a pretty liberating feeling. So If you needed this little conversation, you needed to know that you are not alone in possibly hitting rock bottom or feeling like you have, I'm right there with you. And I think together, everyone can be a lot stronger. So always here if you guys ever want to reach out with messages, stories, whatever it may be. But I hope that this insight into a little moment, a little blip in my life has been helpful for each of you to hear and hopefully be able to make that change yourself.